Thanks for being here, man. Damn. Yeah, we have man. a guest this week. <laughs> and an announcer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah man, uh, first time caller, long time listener. There you go. Hey. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gorlami. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Kenny. This is Paul Damien. And I'm Mikey. Hey Mikey! We got a guest. Hey, oh buddy. shit, that's what's up. You're an alcoholic. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Way to call him out already, is this Phil. A God podcast damn. Or intervention. Oh <laughs> no, shit. Um, anyway, this week we're talking about Vivarium. The fucking movie came out 2019, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Directed by Loken, Lorkin Finnegan. Yeah. Um, with a production house of a thousand. Did you guys watch the beginning of this movie and see how many fucking productions like an had their amount. stamp on this fucking <laughs> yeah. shit? No, it felt I like an anime. Oh, film. It, it, it fucking for sure <laughs> I, did. I, I had flashbacks of Evangelion with its 600... Uh, yeah. In fucking intro credits. <laughs> I it's, wanna... as, it's like as many CGI people Marvel use. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like watching the Marvel FX crews be in that role at the end of the movie. Um, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I want to count. I want to check to see how many so production houses. So did y'all, any of y'all take the time to find out what vivarium means? It's like an aquarium? Yeah. yeah, in a sense. It's like a menagerie. Yeah. It's an it's enclosure like a... or container that's made oh. to like... Inhabit life, yeah, you know? Yeah, inhabit creatures in, for study. Yeah, it's very fitting to what this fucking movie does, which well, is pretty I, much I, that. I actually looked up his other films, because apparently this is, there's only three. Oh, uh, Lorcan, okay. Yeah. And they literally are all, have the same theme. No shit. It's, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch that thing you had told me about. Got the same thing. It's similar housing, or you're in an environment where everything is vaguely the same. There's a, eerie mystical era to it all mm-hmm. and it's like, inescapable and like uh what do you call it? like sense deprivation or like isolation oh. and like a weakening of the of the human mind like they all share this same theme 
and this is like his his big concerto. Like this was his, yeah. him yeah. firing on all. This was cylinders. him getting money yeah. because I told Damien, I told him to watch. It's called Foxes. It's his first. It's, it's short a short film. It's fifteen minutes. It's almost the same. It's same, same, but different. Is it in Scandinavian or what? What? No, country? it's English. It's in. It's okay. Yeah. I, I figured these were like because there's so many foreign like production houses that I figured like he was like from Iceland yeah. or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this was like his big American break you or something. Tell because yeah. even in that short film, mm-hmm. you see the quality of like the videography, the filmography, whatever you want to call it, cinematography. I'm just priming words yeah. now, baby. Word slayer right here. But <laughs> word slayer camera technology. Can y'all I'm pretty sure y'all looked up you know what the budget was for this movie? No. Like fifty bucks. <laughs> he's not he's, he's pretty damn close this movie cost four million dollars to make wow nice. I'm sure it was all Imogen Poots and it, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg's they gave, money they gave each of them a million yeah. and then the last two million they used in that last scene you know when I was watching this True. movie Amber could not stop saying her last name is Poots <laughs> kept getting upset because like is her name Jenna or Gemma and I was like, oh, the Gemma's short for it's Jenma True. <laughs> he, he looked at me a little confused, like, no way. It might be. Her dad made Jenga. Are you losing count? No. I, that I'm one getting, has, I was like, that one has two. <laughs> That's I, a lot of tallies. That's also two, isn't it? It might be. <laughs> These are all just all everybody Fantastic who worked Four on the films. films yes. LLC. Yeah. Okay, so I took tally. It has 14 different production houses. How? That's awesome. I don't know. I didn't even get a theatrical release. And there's and like four <laughs> actors in this <laughs> entire movie. I don't know. I guess he had to uh, the whatever his what's his name again? The guy who Larkin made... Finnegan. <laughs> what, I'm, not, I'm serious. What does he it's, look like? You yeah. Larkin. Just yeah. Larkin. Okay. A picture of him. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Let's see what he looks like. I have no idea. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that's a little little Dude, gray around even, the gills. Is that the guy from Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Gray. No, that's Jesse Eisenberg. He's in the movie. Oh, okay. Okay, so he does not look like what I thought he was going to look like, but yeah. That that's that's a good face to. He looks like a Lorcan. Yeah, for sure. He He's looks, a werewolf. He looks like um, the <laughs> bro- if he was the brother of the how I how I met your mother. He looks yeah. like he's in Kings of Leon. Yeah, that? <laughs> yeah, for sure. He looks like he is Kings of Leon. He's the king of Leon. He's the king of Leon for sure. Yeah. Um, what you call it? What was I going to say? Oh, so yeah, his other films are they. That same kind of disdain towards... Look, literally that trailer right there, that's a minute. Just play. You don't need the sound or anything. But just play the trailer and look at the imagery. Because mm-hmm. that's one of my things about this movie I fucking loved was the shots. I was like, man, they're really good with their symmetry. The like... I mean, just everything. I like well, the color scheme. Everything. Yeah, the aesthetic is very Tim Burton. I feel mm-hmm. like he obviously like loved Edward Scissorhands or something growing up because the environment that they're actually set in, that's what it constantly was bringing me back to was that very like fake sky you know somewhere between fucking uh what's the stupid uh jim carrey movie where he's stuck in the yeah stuck in the world the truman Truman show the truman show somewhere between truman show and tim burton just look at these shots and this is before you know this too has a super low budget i'm assuming this is his actual film this isn't the short film what is it called white without name okay without name without name um there's a shot of the woods though that looks fucking sick i thought that because the way you described it earlier look at it like it's like a maze it seemed like maybe he had a disdain for suburbanism mm-hmm. or subor- suburbanism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But it's more about isolation. Yeah. He's like, look at all these real estate people. They're like fucking aliens. <laughs> and like a, and like unnatural I think it is a theme. It's like this like thing humans kind of built up of like, what's the societal norm of Did like, you watch living? this movie too? This one, no. Oh, okay. I watched Foxes. Foxes is 15 minutes. It's super is short. Foxes on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. But like, look at that. Like this yeah, guy that was looks dropping awesome. stuff. And he was just like, man. You ever take shrooms and play with a camera? <laughs> <laughs> you ever give your camera shrooms? You ever just watch the white noise on the TV? You ever get a baby in a box? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> deliver that baby in a box. Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah. Babies do come out of boxes. Dude, so yeah, hell yeah. To go into what this movie is essentially about, it is about a couple, Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots, and really the movie tells you what it's going to be about in the first two minutes when mm-hmm. we see the bird scene where we see the cuckoo's egg push out the baby birds and then be raised by the you know the the other bird you know that's their whole fucking culture of forcing their young onto someone else there you go Mm -hmm. and so we're pretty much just given that like here's your movie you know Mm -hmm. and so i I love that they foreshadowed that early because it does bring it all together Mm -hmm. maybe at the end yeah uh does the cuckoo kill the the mother bird that cares for it No, no it just leaves its egg in another bird's nest right yeah but I, I just I'm I'm wondering how much of I guess so. Well, the this mother is... bird has to like overwork itself to feed it and mm. keep it. Definitely, the so bird it's like a parasitic. In... Yeah, yeah. That's definitely lowers its life expectancy. The yeah. bird in the beginning, when it's feeding the full grown cuckoo, looks like the big bird's about to eat its head because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's outgrown. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't need the mother anymore. Right, and yeah. that was all within one school day. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> one school day. Did you guys like get that link? I didn't realize it until later. Of like, man, she's a school teacher. That's why she like has those maternal instincts. She literally raises children. Oh yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I she, didn't see she that. She cares flow. about the, yeah. The, so it's hard for her to, to like, like not. Because yeah. me, I would have. I would have killed him right away. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. The first time not that kid even... woke me up screaming, I would have murdered him. That's just it. Jumping ahead of it a little bit. But... Uh, let's read the synopsis. Yeah, <laughs> we're jumping ahead. A young couple looking for the perfect home find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. That's the perfect jumping off point yes. to get someone to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, we see that the real estate agent, Martin, is very insistent on them having a child one day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's already and, a boys' room yeah. made in the house. Don't and, you don't you love how like men are always the ones who are like, like can see the signs of like a creep, and he's because he's just like she's like yeah we'll go see the house. He's like no yeah no <laughs> yeah. this guy looks weird as shit. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking yonder right, right? <laughs> yeah um yeah that sucks because immediately they're stuck the second they drive in they're mm-hmm. they're trapped there and the movie allows itself to be predictable in a lot of ways mm-hmm. where you know you notice immediately martin doesn't walk into the backyard with him and you're like okay he's gone that's the last time we see him and they're stuck there forever they even they, give you like that little scene and when he's in the office he imitates something yeah. else oh. and you don't know what the fuck it is yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> so weird yeah he's uh yeah but um they run out of gas they're stuck in in front of their house, the only numbered house, number nine. Yeah, and uh, they spend the rest of their time trying to figure out a way out or dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the analog where Jesse Eisenberg has to. 
All right, sorry, I'm late for the hole. Got to go work on my hole. It's the man did, going to work, working himself to death. Sisyphus with the rock. Yeah. Like? <laughs> did you notice uh, the claymation? Yeah, whenever mm-hmm. he throws the... Or not claymation, yeah. but stop motion. What, what was it, a matchstick? Yeah. It was cigarette. a cigarette butt. It was a cigarette, okay. The only I, thing that bothered me about that is like, why the fuck did that happen But when he lit the whole house on fire, the yard didn't just Real fire. <laughs> I think it was to them trying to get him to do something to work himself to death mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah which um, yeah but go on but no i was just thinking about this as well because it, it talks about it like it's a labyrinth mm-hmm. um but i like to think of it more as like a a, a, sp- a tiny sphere like a tiny sphere you're like so space you cut out yeah. space and fold mm-hmm. it around itself until uh-huh. it makes a sphere like so a you're circle. always going in a circle exactly <laughs> so no matter what you'll always return back to your same point Dude. so they trap them into like a a yeah, sphere Mar- Martin's basically able to poke a hole in it and climb through with them. And exactly. Then... Which I've also mentioned this movie before mm-hmm. in, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you remember what episode? Um, the, the, the episode where we talk about... Um, Superman, because he's Su- Lex Luthor. Superman, yeah, Lex Luthor. Did, that's did he, did he actually, right? yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's um, Ice Cream Man. Because this oh. movie reminds me of Ice Cream Man. That's okay. a good call. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's another worldly being. This is... Well, see, that. yeah, so are these aliens or these, like, interdimensional beings? How did y'all even, like, what did y'all even kind of take I... Martin and whatever the fuck the little boy is? I, I think they're aliens. I... Just young boy. I mean, in, in, interdimensional is also alien. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. Um, I think it's interdimensional because we see Imogen Poots travel. Like, through multiple dimensions mm-hmm. in the final... different layers. That are mm-hmm. clearly filtered out. Yeah. Like, do you weird. think those are concurrently happening? Yeah, yes. I do. You I do. do, and I think like a Hellraiser kind. And of I like imagine world. her being like forced out of it, like a splinter or something, mm. where it was like, oh, this doesn't belong, and that's why she just immediately gets sucked out of each one of them because it's like she doesn't belong in that dimension, and it can like register she shouldn't be there, and so she just keeps getting sucked out of each one until it finally throws her back where she belongs. So, do you think those are parallel dimensions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, because I was like, no, they're not cooking multiple Martin replacements. <laughs> For this one plane of existence. So I thought, I was sure it was time travel. I was sure she was folding through the different ripples of memory that this interdimensional being had, remembering the different times it was reborn and replaced. You think it's like a reincarnation kind of hive mind kind of thing? I thought so. For me, I, I figure it's one universe and then they're trapping them into separate different so you think they're cooking many martins yes because there's uh, there's got to be different locations you know different real estate oh okay so there's different yonders around the globe yes exactly and so they're trapping them into this different dimension and that they can make sense i feel feel like when i saw it i guess what i got was like because it's that cuckoo scene is pretty much it because cuckoos Mm -hmm. literally imitate whatever host will mm-hmm. take their children so i figured they were like some kind of like xenomorph species who <laughs> came to earth you know they yeah. look like us they act like us but they need the humans to raise to their nur- n- give them the nourishment and to give them that like source of like this is what the environment's like this is how you so that's how they make the society they see oh this is what humans strive for they want the home they want a kid they want you know but what benefit does that give the new Martin, if he's just going to sit in the yonder. And, how do you, and that was how my you, biggest question. How do you but... know that he's the only one that's 
in oh. the real world. What if there's multiple he's the, he's just a recruitment. Back, going yeah. back to what he's exactly. kind of yeah. guessing that there are multiple. But exactly. It's like the big question is, is that really all this was for? It was just for the whole cycle to repeat again? Just him to sit in the chair and then just, you know, convince another couple to go through it? It was like, what was the what's the point other than, I guess, survival? You yeah, know? exactly. But, but that's what everything is. I right? like well, the, it's I, uh, also for study. But I like the idea of them being the most self-aware bad dad of interdimensional demons that were like, we can't raise this kid. We'll just let somebody else do it. <laughs> so so just I Superman, can't raise my children. It's xenomorph, but instead of the womb, it's the raising. Mm-hmm. of. It's the same kind of parasitic, whereas like, we need that that connection but i guess it's just for child see that's what even with like the parallels like that's what i'm saying maybe they are just sub dimensions of this world where they those are other versions because if you look at the martins in that Mm -hmm. it's not the same it's not the same Mm -hmm. kid yeah yeah it's different each time (laughs) what do you think is the point of what do you think is the point of the first martin trying to get them to um eat the strawberries and drink the champagne i don't know it's yeah. a it's like an endearing welcome okay. it's like oh yeah. it makes you feel safe it makes you feel like mm-hmm. oh what a nice gift you know and basically playing in their heads be like there, there's something to eat and drink in here when you realize you're fucked you know <laughs> but like, afterwards it's like it has no taste yeah why does it have no like, flavor it's because they have covid Go ahead. What, do you, what is your theory? Because my my theory is that they are, they're trying to impersonate humanity, but they don't really get yeah, that's it. Why you the know what I mean? Has no taste. Yeah, they, they, that. they the best they can do is make an image of what they know these people. That's want why I really not. like that. This like that slow building of like the food has no taste. There's no smell. Mm-hmm. There's no wind. It's very bleak, very, very depressing. Which it's just can a look, which the can look be like a cycle of like a normal person's life. So they're seeing it, they're giving you that, but then eventually you get so wrapped up in that that you see at one point Jesse Eisenberg's character stops like brushing his teeth, he stops taking a shower because he doesn't give a shit yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's depressing. It's like he's hell. just got to dig that hole, man. Yeah, he's look, he's looking within. He's digging a hole in his heart. And it, so, oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, you. go. Okay, I was just going to, it is all meant to be context on suburbia and the things we think we want, you know, big, beautiful blue skies, you know, food in the kitchen. But once again, it's all the illusions of what we want versus what they actually are, you know, is I think what the deeper message the movie's trying to get through us is. But I like the idea that these, once again, creatures just don't really understand. They probably can't even taste food. So they're like, this is the food, but they don't even understand flavor, you know, so it just, it doesn't register. Yeah. I think think the message is that children will suck you, die. That's also true. Suck you dry <laughs> and kill you one day. Children will will just like take all your money, everything. You're yeah. gonna work as hard as you can, and they're they're just gonna kill you one day and bury you in the back. And you know they're all get, cookies. Get ready to do that to the next people. That's you'll how my be favorite. So unhappy that strawberry don't have flavor. Right? Exactly. So you just you'll be so unhappy you'll get COVID. And then you. That's how your, bad children. You hate are. your kids so much you're just like I'm not your fucking mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a fucking boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a dog. When 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 they're feeding it breakfast, uh-huh. did you guys think that um, what's his name? I'm gonna give him a Tom was mm. gonna smash the cereal bowl on his head, dude. <laughs> that's what I thought. I wanted him to. I was like, hit him with that cereal. There's bowl. so many times where I was just like, dude, I just want to kick him in the face. Just kick that little boy in the face. I don't give a fuck. And and that brings me to the question. We do finally get the scene where Tom cracks and is like, fuck it. Stop taking care of this thing. We're locking it in the car. And obviously that doesn't work. Imogen Poots insists on bringing him back out almost instantly. But I'm very curious what... 
they would have done if they would have gone more out of their way to try to kill him. You know, like oh, what, what the other yeah, like thing. they were obviously being yeah. surveyed, and so if they really would have gone out of their way to just start beating the shit out of him or something, or throw him in the hole and start burying him alive, would the older Martin have intervened, or would they have just would have been a failed experiment and then forced to be trapped there till they died or something? You I know? think they would have given another baby. Oh, that's actually so true. Just give him another baby. Yeah. That that's probably well. See, whenever she slips in between and goes through the other seams yeah. and other layers, what they should have done was showed the families and the child dead, and yeah. been like, "Those are failed experiments." Yeah, you know what I mean, like, or at least one time, at yeah. least one mm-hmm. time. Yeah, well, because then it gives off the impression that like, you know, like you can hurt it, and then it's just gonna try again. It's just gonna recruit but, another. But that mm-hmm. begs the question: Do these beings even care because they show that they have no empathy they don't dream they don't right. feel they don't taste so d- like do they care about their children being killed to probably give not. It random parents no probably not species? that's probably why there's so many fucking houses they're probably uh, filled with dead well in my want uh, of this movie that's what they would have been filled with i saw a theory that was like oh why is it number nine if it's an infinite universe shouldn't it be an eight and i was like well i guess it's a it's because it's like it's like a circle yeah. <laughs> and then the tail of the nine death is your exit from that oh from that yeah circle. it's the exit ramp that's kind of like what I saw it should have been a six then <laughs> six six, six <laughs> damn true I don't even remember what I was going to say I fucking hated that kid <laughs> yeah like I said I would have killed that kid multiple times so it's just been like that's not our kid He's obviously a fucking alien or some shit. He's grown up like eight years and four months. Yeah, like he's he's nine years old, four months down the line. What are we doing here? Do like, let's, like for real. Like let's kill him. Do y'all like the fact that they didn't give him a child's voice, so you can't have that connection that he's a child? Mm. It was very interesting because I. It's almost like if they've only ever really interacted with adults, oh, you know. Yeah. So then they don't know much about children. I think it bugs me that it's not all just one being. Yeah. Where this kid doesn't grow up to look exactly like Martin, and that when he goes and visits, he has to visit another conscious thinking thing that has the, I guess, the frog neck or whatever the fuck, (laughs) that it's not just another Martin. I like, why isn't it all just one thing? That kind of bugged me. But it's obviously a different... Yeah. creature yeah, that he's raised it's his child i guess is what we're meant to understand is this yeah. is this commentary on like oh yeah there's monsters out there people raise them every day <laughs> and this is what they look like and they have shitty fathers and that's mothers. what they, they look like crazy point. little white kids yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah just fucking shooting up walmart <laughs> yeah i'm sorry <laughs> shooting up fucking malls and yeah no for sure I was literally listening to Bad Friends and on their podcast, they have a comedian. She lives in a rich neighborhood and she's like, oh, yeah, I went to this kid's car speeding in my neighborhood and I took the glasses off this kid's face and I spilled kombucha in his car. And the little white one was so disrespectful to me and little white kids are the worst in the world. And I was like, lady, you just sound like a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she saw a Karen grab, was drinking a beer. like, hold this. <laughs> Whitney Cummings, everybody. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, she's she's a she's a tool. I hate yeah, her comedy. I fucking hate her comedy. I hope she hears this. <laughs> she also listens to Tool. Uh, yeah, we're only allowed to punch up, so yeah, exactly. We're punch up at, at Whitney Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> Can we like Hawaii Hawaiian punch up? Because like, I would really like to do that right now. We need to have someone who's Hawaiian. 
Oh, we should get oh Milo Kopovich. We're lucky she di- she didn't just take those kids and lock the door, and then be like, oh, but you don't like your kid, just put him in the car. Just <laughs> what yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's solution yeah. to killing the kid is. I know there were so many more creative ways they could have just killed that child, and he's like, let's just lock him in the car and have to deal with him screaming from twenty feet yeah. away. And I was like, that's the worst plan. Go lock him in a different house, which is what I thought he was going to try to do Can when he they walked get out in the other houses. We never really see them try. That was something I, I thought that would have been one of the first things I did. Was explore the other homes. Light. They were looking for a light when mm-hmm. they first seen. They're like, let's follow the sun. There's no way we, we can go wrong following the sun, which is a good idea. Yeah, but- in theory. Yeah, like, I mean... You but know, it's a I, w- I want to see what's in the other house. You see, like, mm-hmm. also on top of that, like, there's a part where she... They're, like, locked out of the house and they're mm-hmm. trying to get in. And they can't get in because it's locked, right? But later on, she has a fucking pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, you break could a break window. a window. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, could, you, fuck, about, you could probably elements, knock down There's the no door. bugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you worried about having an open window in. then? At that, well, yeah, there's no that, wind. They, <laughs> yeah. But regardless, they burned down the fucking house and it reappeared. You yeah. break a window, get inside, that window's going to reappear yeah. when you go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, with a pickaxe, you could probably just bust the door yeah, down. Exactly. <laughs> I love how Jesse Eisenberg's character just had all those tools. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, one of my favorites. They're in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? He has a fucking man cave. My favorite no, scene, one of them, is when he climbs to the fucking house and he sees the neighborhood. I think that shot is just so, mm-hmm. like, you see the hope leave his fucking eyes. That's such a good He's like, shot. we're going to get out of here. We're no, gonna, we're not. We're going to follow the sun. <laughs> we're going to just jump over fences, whatever we have to do. When it's like in that moment, I imagine how like incomprehensible that would be. It's like yeah. you're looking over the and you can see nothing but houses for as far as you can see in every direction. It's like we drove like two minutes into this neighborhood. How the fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Working uh, where I worked where well, I work now. I won't give them a plug, but I drive around <laughs> deliver packages. That's all you need to know. I go to gated nice neighborhoods. Do they rhyme with shmamajan? They yeah. they do. <laughs> <laughs> is it a, is it a large forest in South America? Senor pesos. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when I go to those neighborhoods are gated you go in and every house looks the same and it's something as a poor Mexican kid growing up you're told like that's the nice side of town but to me it's a little depressing because you got HOA rules yeah. you, have, you go there you can't be loud you have yeah. to raise your kids a certain way you are stereotyped if you don't fit that norm and so watching this I'm well, like, you have to raise the alien kid a certain way you know? <laughs> the illegal alien kid yeah. the kid you Whoa. don't want to raise Ooh, yeah. the kid you don't love Dang, this movie's actually pretty realistic, isn't it? No, <laughs> Why am I yeah. crying? I would totally kill that <laughs> Fucking, um, but yeah, the whole Jesse Eisenberg's in love with, he's dep- uh, like so dependent on. Dude, like put the kid in the hole and bury him. I mm-hmm. thought the Dude. same thing, but obviously it's the other allegory where you just work yourself to death. You're yeah. digging your own hole, you're digging your own grave, whatever the fuck. Um, and so he ends up, down in the hole yeah. mm-hmm. in the end after he dies. In the pit. Which, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're getting sick and dying from because, the food? Because yeah. the food doesn't yes. have any real nutrients yeah. to it. It just looks like food. I think it's just enough to have the boy grow up mm-hmm. and have parents live alongside. I, it's I all think, timed perfectly. Yeah. It's the yeah. perfect little dose of poison every day that it'll kill them as quickly as the kid is going to grow to adulthood. You know? Yeah. Um, cause and, we we see him smoking cigarettes. One cigarette. I have to believe it's the one cigarette yeah. the whole time for a hundred plus days. No, he's got <laughs> several cigarettes. But we only Paul ever Damien. see him smoking the butt but of he it. He finishes one of them one multiple times. Time. It's the same cigarette. Just <laughs> over. 
No. Just like everything else is growing back I that little bit of tobacco. Hold on. Slowly smoking. He takes one or two puffs, puts it out, one or two puffs. You're just getting right. it at the end every time. Well, exactly. time moves it's bad editing. Lung, he got developed but that's lung all cancer it is. really fast. I wanted to make the joke that it was the same cigarette. No. But I don't actually believe it's the it's same not. cigarette. It's definitely the not same the cigarette. They show the shot of the cigarette, though, where it burned all the way down when they walked around on it. Exactly. And he's like, thank God my last cigarette. <laughs> He's like, oh, these ashes are good for the garden. Woof, woof, woof. Good. Woof, woof, woof. Thank God I have one cigarette. <laughs> That's the curse. Oh, the aliens gave him a pack of one hit left cigarettes, you know? Just every cigarette in there was smoked down to its last At hit. At the very bottom of every box that they drop you off. You don't got no Newports, bro? A pack of just blown <laughs> out cigarettes. <laughs> just one, hit, one good hit left. Or what if that would have been cool if, like, whatever they put on the street it regenerates. Mm-hmm. So he left the cigarette burning out and so it burned all the ash until it was just like two smokes left, two puffs left. <laughs> and so that cigarette is the one that keeps regenerating. Do you know what scene on the street? killed me in the street? Was that? Is this part where the radio starts working uh-huh. and they start white people dancing it up. <laughs> Dude, it's so cringy, but like sad at the it's same time. It's just like time. instant, like music. Let's dance right now, yeah. immediately. This is no our only up. hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. I'm pretty sure if that happened yeah. to me, I'd start weeping instantly. Like if the music turned on, I'm like, oh god, we're gonna die. Honestly, um, so this was the second time I've seen this movie. Uh-huh. But the first time I had seen this movie, um, I watched it with Amber, and when that scene happened, the little boy started dancing. Both me and Amber were like, "Okay, it's kind of cute." <laughs> <laughs> and then he see. I Jesse thought I thought Tom. it was gonna turn the, the tide right there for sure. Uh-huh. And I thought it was gonna be like a, la- a nice house on the lake kind of thing, mm-hmm. where they were going to fall in love with the kid. The kid was gonna fall in love with them, and the kid was gonna fight the frog man underneath the ground. That would have been like sick. They, that was them kind of accepting nice. their reality yeah. in that moment. I thought that too. that was what was gonna happen. But no, instead, we find... This is another thing that I'm like, what the fuck? Because the kid falls over, and he's unharmed. But then later, it seems like Imogen Poots can bury the pickaxe in his eye. So I don't... I thought that that was portraying that he was impenetrable. Yeah, but you definitely see, like, an open wound for a second. Yeah. I think he even has a scar at the end. Yeah. yeah. He has a scar right here. That's right. Yeah. So I I was kind of bummed about that. I didn't... It was a mixed signal. Yeah, for me. Which, honestly, look, if you're swinging at a pickaxe and you're weak, uh, sorry, it's not swinging at a pickaxe. Swinging, <laughs> swinging at a pickaxe at somebody in you your weak. Aim for the chest. Don't aim for the head because the head can move a lot more than the chest. Um, unless you watch like Infinity War. Yo, like bro. <laughs> yeah, always aim for the head, Paul Damien. No, like you oh, hit shit. him in the chest and you, you pull him forward and then you fucking hit him again. And then you bite them. Yeah, you, you bite vampire them. bite them. Exactly. Uh, let's take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Vivarium. Pickaxe murder. Oh, great. I wanted to send a porn link to the group chat one time because it was a guy (laughs) jacking off to a volcano erupting. And I thought that that was so fucking dope. He's like, in there. It was double eruption. What is it? Will Blunderfield? Who's that? That's that fucking sex guru Uh, guy. That's some shit he would fucking do. They should make a movie where there's like a guy and the fate of humanity is based upon him not nutting. Because if he nuts, the volcano is going to fucking kill us all. So his penis is somehow attached to Mother Earth's volcanoes. I'm not going to lie. I would do the fuck out of that. He just comes very easily and he's turned turned on by everything. (laughs) Post-apocalyptic. 
<laughs> there you go. Post a limp dick. There you, there go. you go. Daffa, could you imagine the trailer for it though? In a world, <laughs> it would be like one the, man to save us all. One man, one hand, <laughs> one limp dick. Coming, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the end is coming. <laughs> the edge is near. <laughs> The edge the of edge. extinction. <laughs> you guys want to watch the video? Yes. Of the trailer we're making? Yeah, no, the guy jerking off. Did you already make it? Uh, wait. I actually don't want to watch Volcano it. Jerk Off. I legit don't want to watch a video. We'll put it on. Y'all make Kenny watch volcano. gory shit. Y'all got to make Damien watch this shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's, that's not the same. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's not laughs> defending himself so it's hard. It's not right even now. the same thing, guys. You're about to die hard, like, bro. Paul Damien. If, if we could do all I'm going to eat my food very loudly on the podcast. If we could do Rule 34 Toy Story, I think we can handle a real I man. I didn't want to did, do that. I did not know what Rule 34 I didn't want to do Come on. That's Fuck fucking yeah. awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that fucking it's a community <laughs> video. That's even better. How many views does this have? Because it deserves twice as many. It's... I hate you guys. Oh, yeah. Only a thousand. Oh, oh 114,000. Is it CGI or is it really? No, explode? this has got to be real. I think it's real. <laughs> that's a real volcano. Oh, this is from National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real cock right there. <laughs> Can Damn. we get to the eruption? I don't. I don't. I don't want to yeah, see. Yeah, we the don't have to play. watch him. Like no, no, no. I don't want to see him have to get it's there. It's a slow burn. You need to watch it. All. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so the volcano's already oh, going. See, he's like, fuck. I gotta get there. Shit. Yeah, he's like falling he's like, behind. The volcano's already coming. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Uh, is, is he making sound? <laughs> God damn it! I can't breathe. <laughs> Are we ASMRing a fucking volcano nut right now? Oh yeah, yeah, he's yep. he's getting into oh, it. Oh man! Oh, hot, 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 Come hot, on, hot, Damien, hot. just fucking look into the eye. I <laughs> stare been... at the sun, Damien. Come on. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Paul, Damien, we all have dicks. I'm literally choking. On... I don't. My mine does not curve like that though. No. That's what's always freaked me out about. He looks like he orders from man. Everything too. else about that dick looks just <laughs> like mine. I just do not have that curve. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's Good for him. Look how old that hand is. That man's older yeah, than we yeah. want it to be. He's <laughs> he's probably nearing fifty, I think. This is intense. yeah. And then what do you do, dude? You're how, covered in cum now. What the fuck do you how do did now? You find this video. I saw someone screenshot the. His the name thing. is Naughty in Nature. Naughty in Nature. Oh my god. What's his other he video? Jacks off to other. Nature. Oh my goodness. Fuck. He looks like Andrew Callahan from Bond. This is his only video. This is his only video? <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> no. I'm not even going to bother reading Thank the you. other one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now I see why he has to fucking jerk off the book. But Naughty in Nature on Pornhub. Check him out. Yeah. I love that rap. Watch the one video. It's called Double Eruption Jacking Off it's uh, a, While Watching a Volcano. It's honestly. In s- Iceland. Somewhere between. Fucking National Geographic don't, and don't watch this video. It's somewhere between a rock and a hard place. I go. didn't watch it. You don't have to watch it. That's so oh, cool. dude, look at the volcanic dude. Yeah, the oh, guy yeah, in the Pompeii. Pompeii guy. I've I seen that guy. That. Yeah, there's like the romantic one of the couple holding each other, and then there's just the lonely guy holding his dick. Yeah, did they? He was did like he one know? last night. He was actually in their closet. That was the crazy <laughs> thing. <laughs> they found his body in their oh, closet. Shit. <laughs> so, do we know how long they knew? Like, were they like, okay, we can't escape? Or was it kind of instant? 
I think we like, did this guy was like, was he like, no escape? I it, might as well have pleasure now. I it think was like he a might co- have been like already dragging off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he was like, fuck it. Were there windows in the room? Well, he was the original naughty in nature. He just didn't realize how <laughs> dangerously close he was to it. Well, you know? also like those ash clouds travel. Okay, at, at this <laughs> those ash clouds can travel at like 200 miles, 300 miles an hour. Like, I only need like really two fast. minutes. From, um, from what I actually so. remember from being there, it was like two hours. From, from being there? From, you were there when it happened? In Pompeii? Yeah, when I <laughs> Visited Pompeii back in middle school. It happened that Yeah, no, it was crazy. I watched a bunch of people die. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> Best tour I've ever been on. I, it was like two hours. It was the Scoby Band trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. Oh, Talking goodness. about baritones. <laughs> people always tell me. This is just awful. <laughs> that was fucking perfect. <laughs> hey, guys. We're back. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> People always tell me I sound like Jesse Eisenberg, and I just do not hear it. But it's I... something I've gotten so many times over the years that at this point, I just have to accept that obviously somewhere in my voice is that man's voice. But I hope the three of y'all sitting in this room right now can agree with me that I fucking do not sound like that asshole. You sound like Clint like, Eastwood. Like if I close my eyes and you talk, you go ahead. Like what's a line? Is Jesse Eisenberg in the room right now? <laughs> what's a line from this movie? Um, Gemma. Gemma, that's not a boy. Uh, you know, you do sound like the young boy. Mm-hmm. You sound like Jesse Eisenberg. I'm like my fucking frog throat. You know, you've always reminded me as a young Lex Luthor. There you go. Oh yeah. A fellow redhead. You think he just barks a lot because he likes DMX a fuck time? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who let the dogs out? (laughs) That's that's not DMX. (laughs) DMX was committed, bro. There's a video of him crying. He's like, (laughs) 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 you're just like, damn. No way. It is. It's true. It's very sad. Should we look it up? He's like, I'm busting a tear up in this bitch. It's my top two. Videos of him, and it's, that's one, and the other one's him doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm pretty sure he sings that song, so I don't know. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what? He sings Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? It's fucking sick. I listen to it every Christmas. I, oh, I have a six-year-old and an eight-month-old, and this Christmas, guess what they're getting? Press play? What do you Rough let's Rider watch CDs. the movie. The what, movie. the DMX the movie? Let's <laughs> <laughs> watch the video. It's so sad. Okay, right, here. DMX. I'm going to press play. Yeah, no, I love DMX. <laughs> Ah, let me some DMX. Who let the dogs out? When I was young, I used to want to skateboard and be a DMXer. Waiting for that. Yeah, I was really <laughs> digging it. Honestly, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have the. Uh, you got all the beats down there. That's the fucking music in the elevator to go down to the cuckoo world. True. <laughs> okay, Vivarium. Um, yeah, so it turns out Low Boy's something else, belongs to something else. He's a frogman too. He's a frogman. Yeah, she he gives he gifts her a book. Uh-huh. Which 
<laughs> it's in frog language. <laughs> Bible, I think. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, in the back of my head, jokingly, I was like, I was trying to draw parallels between everything that was happening in the movie and, and a real family that turns out doesn't want to be a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, this is her trying to help him with his new math homework. <laughs> <laughs> that she doesn't understand. Yeah, she's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting because it, it shows like symbols for the man and the woman and the baby, but it shows right. like other things connected on top pointing like, to the baby. To the baby. It even has, the, it has the, the imagery from like the TV that they're showing as well. Mm-hmm. In there. Yeah, like that's... Those patterns. Like what it means, I'm guessing. That For the introduction of that book on, you see her kind of losing the idea that it is a child, especially when the balls come out of his like, throat. Yeah, for sure. That's for like sure, for that's sure. like definitely when she stops caring about the child. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her reaction, I was her her crying throughout this movie when Jesse Eisenberg dies, mm-hmm. and then her reaction here where he he shows his frog neck. I was like, she's this is real shit. Like that's yeah, exactly mm-hmm. how I would imagine myself or someone I know reacting to these things, like true horror, true sorrow. And I was like, this is. This is a deep ass fucking acting that she's bringing to this fucking. I like that they brought movie. the whole sun shots full circle because I kept being like, man, those are really cool shots of them in the sun. And then mm-hmm. when he's dying, he gives that little, little, little that little monologue, death, yeah, yeah. death monologue. I was gonna say dialogue, but mm-hmm. yeah, and it's sad. And he's like, I remember just looking and seeing you in the sun, and I was, I was like, you better not die, Tom. <laughs> you can't leave her alone, Tom. I was kind of blown away that he was just dying from the disease because it didn't seem like he was like that sick. We yeah. just kind of got a cough the whole time. And then he was all of a sudden like, no, th- it, it got me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I expected more to like eventually kill him off. So I was Do you think they should have shown something more in his skin? Like maybe his veins were showing or more, like him or... coughing up blood or just like they anything did. to like indicate that obviously maybe he was having like organ failure or something. I from had the, the like, kind of theory of like that. He wasn't eating the food and he wasn't drinking the water and, like, he uh, was, so he's just like kind of starving yeah like he was starving himself out of there because i mean then he was overworking the fuck out of him and it's like that kind of when, you know how men die you know younger than I women do literally yeah. replace sod and turf and when i would dig holes i'd drink like eight bottles of water in like two hours so i can imagine whatever's not good for them they're eating he was doing even more and he's only just smoking yeah. oh, you know one hit of a cigarette that's, that's his whole meal every day smoke a smoke a piece of the filter every yeah. night you ever think that that, you ever think they got in a fight and she was just like go chew with your hoe <laughs> he's like i will and he goes smokes the cigarette <laughs> after he works on that hole that hoe i mean Damn, so it's got some interesting symbols yes yeah, in so we're book. looking at the book right now and it shows um this looks I, like a tadpole egg maybe uh-huh. it's like changing until it becomes the baby, and then they get parents to take care of the baby. So it looks like it starts out with like a Saturn type Dragon <laughs> Ball thing uh-huh. with like a couple of odd ZZ upside down crosses. ZZ top? Yeah, it's the ZZ top ball. <laughs> Saturn it ball. turns into a tadpole egg with an anus, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little anus. And then it turns into a beaming star <laughs> with three tails, and then it goes to a symbol off. We can't see it. And then it comes back into four sperm. this shit. Yeah, four sperm <laughs> with, again, the ZZ symbol. They're kissing. And then sending it down to oh. the child, who does not have a wangus, as far as I can tell. He's a Kendall, maybe. But then it shows that the male and the female have the same symbol on their head, was, I guess indicating that they're human? Yeah, I think yeah. so. 
there's X-Men. a there's a shot of her that like was stuck with me was when he's so like already out of it that she goes and lays with the child in mm. quotations and they show a shot of her laying but then they show like the bars of a crib and it looks like she's caged in with the child and i yeah. thought that was a good shot i was like man what the hell like yeah that guy's good at at, at picking his shots yeah, yeah for sure yeah, he shoots. Yeah, fire ass MySpace pictures. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, what do you think the TV symbols are? Probably instructions. PBS or just. Yeah. So you think it's a language? Yeah. Because then there's also text. I think it's um like, like a diagram. It's like shorthand, and it means something else. I mm. think. Well, they say like okay, so like when you look through like the big telescopes of the universe, we only see in like red, green, and blue. Mm-hmm. Everything else is infrared. So I'm guessing that maybe they have a vision where they can see this and it oh, and shows so it's telegraphing. We just can't see it. We can't understand it. That's kind of yeah. like if you if you cut the first filament layer off of like an LCD screen and then it'll just be a white screen until you put the polarized lens right. back on it and yeah. you could see on it. Kind of like that. Yeah, you could get those polarized glasses and you would be the only person that could see the screen. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like yeah. the first episode of Naruto or something. You yeah. know, it's just... The only way he can watch it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's he's a Naruto kid. Yeah, exactly. He's an anime nerd. Because his dad doesn't like anime. He's like, you're watching cartoons? I'm going to turn this shit off. Yeah. And don't they have like giant frogs in Naruto or something? I like when when his Tom goes, you're you're fucking letting it watch cartoons? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's why I made that joke. <laughs> I love when she goes in and he, he's watching and she's like, fuck it. And just leaves him yeah. alone to keep watching it. And I was like, that'd literally be me. I'd be like, let the little thing be its own monstrous self. I don't care anymore. You like that once it was the, like, I guess, 18-year-old version of the kid. Like, it's now another actor mm-hmm. that it's an asshole. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a teenager now. It turns <laughs> into a dick. <laughs> Good call. I wanted this symbol, these weird, like, warping uh-huh. lines to be the thing. But I wish they had oh, a cover. Oh, yeah. Like what they, they actually looked like or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but then, yeah, of course we see the... I wish I could find the picture of the frog neck. But then she asks him, like, hey, who else can you do an impression of? And he does the frog neck impression, implying that he also met a humanoid thing that has a frog neck. Mm-hmm. Martin, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, right? You think? Yeah, I would. I believe so. The Martin, the, mm-hmm. Our Martin is I the think, one who's been tending to them I think the whole Martin's time. been in that office... Getting more die. people. Decay. I think he's been getting more people. Do y'all like, I, like, this is skipping, but do y'all like at the end when, so basically, they die. They yeah. die. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. sad how it happens, but it's freeing, so you're kind of happy for them. But then you see him, you know, drop her in the hole. They goes back to the realty office, and now Martin's old as shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking hilarious that they pull out the bag. Yeah. <laughs> He puts him in the back, and then he fucking folds him. I was like, oh, I actually have a note, and it goes, Martin, nice and compact, easy to store. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, showing their bodies aren't even totally as human as they look. They can obviously just be squished up and rolled into a bag like that. I even tried to read the receipt, but it didn't really give you nothing. It just says yonder, Mm -hmm. the name of the being, and then like scribbles and like... I was hoping that if you looked in, you'd get some more like in-depth insight, but nothing. And then yeah. that that scene where he drops him back in the hole and then he fills the hole back up, I really love it because as he walks away, you just see the grass grow right back over the hole. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. 
They yeah. did that shot really well. Well, cause, yeah, and then also Jesse Eisenberg finds something down in there. Mm-hmm. And on my screen, it wasn't completely evident, but then it's like, okay, he found Do a body bag. Do you think if he, yeah, he, he didn't bag. dig in a straight down hole, he would have got to that other universe? No. 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 She's just dug by the sidewalk. I think it, it probably it probably no, plays by how it works. like interdimensional. <laughs> well, she uh, stopped with a fucking pickaxe to get in there, yeah. right? Because, but because he made it yeah, he physical was, enough it was for open. him for the her to do it. Was already open because yeah, I think it's like uh, how Pennywise can like travel through closets or some shit. It's or like drain holes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, where it's like it only exists for him to do it in that moment, mm-hmm. and she was able to stop it because it was physical in that moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because like otherwise. That means all those houses are stacked on top of each other, and Jesse Eisenberg climbed on top of the house. They're they're in d- different spectrums. They're different I'm assuming, right. filters. I'm yeah. assuming if he'd have dug long enough, he would have literally ended up just somehow breaking through to the other side, and it would just also been house number nine. It would have literally been this like crazy, he would just been like falling <laughs> yes. forever, or like everything's in Chinese. The gravity yeah. pulls to China. <laughs> Oh, boy. I was hoping that when he dug that he was going to get to, like, a universe. Put the microphone in your mouth. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Once he started getting so far, I knew it was, like, the inevitable, like, man with the rock. You know, that it was literally meant to be the thing that was just distracting him from Mm -hmm. not murdering the child at every instance he could. (laughs) Yeah. I like when she says, I should have let you kill that little bath. I'm like, yeah, you fucking should have, Gemma. (laughs) Damn it. What do you... They would have just delivered another baby. I think. Yeah, I guess that's a good. Or they, or they would have just let them starve to death. And that's, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Because, because like, if it's an experiment, then yeah, give them another baby. But if you're doing it to create more young for your population, then there's no point in keeping them around because they'll just kill the next potentially mm-hmm. kill the next one. They're just gonna keep killing them. Yes. So if well, you want your yeah. young to survive, you'd rather just find new hosts. You know. What. I wish there was something that had implied that this was an experiment. I I believe it is an experiment only because the name vivarium. Yeah. You know, it it specifically it it revolves around like study or like keeping pets. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them as pets. So I feel like they're being studied. That's fair. I just wish there was something in the movie that implies. Yeah. yeah. Little little fun fact that I well, he's always realized later that. was this isn't Jesse Eisenberg's first like kind of like biodome movie. Is do you know that he was in The Village from M Night Shyamalan? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. No, I yeah. never saw that movie. I I because I watched this and I was like, is Jesse Eisenberg the most underrated actor? <laughs> Because he puts out bangers, bro. If you look mm-hmm. at his IMDb, like he puts out good movies. And then I saw O for the Village, and I was like, Jesse Eisenberg's in the fucking village. Yeah. It's like a small role for sure, <laughs> right? But the twist is M Night Shyamalan is the real director. He's Lorcan Finnegan, and he feels very one note in this movie. But I still think he really lands who his character was meant to be, which mm-hmm. is like kind of the arrogant. Yeah, definitely is not drinking the the juice. Trying, you know, he never falls for the illusion of where they're at. Where we obviously see Gemma, you know, Imogen Poot's character does. She obviously kind of like chooses to raise the child and fall into the psychological effects of it. And you're right, her being a teacher is probably a good way that they kind of set yeah. that up. And I think we got more indications that she was very was the one very interested in like starting a family and being a mother out of the two of them. I don't know. I just can't take Jesse Eisenberg seriously. Very serious. I didn't like I, I can, but it's I think it's too much because whenever I see him, I I don't know, I just see some 
pretentious what, asshole. What do you associate? I with don't him? know why. Like when you see him, do you see like Sleuther? Do you see Zombieland? Social do, network. Do you see now you see me? What do you what do you what do you? See I mean, Zombieland would be like I guess one of my favorite portrayals because he wasn't a complete asshole in that. Oh, good so call. I guess I guess it's just the roles he plays mm-hmm. that I don't like. But I mean, yeah. he's he's. Those roles, because like he scoffs, you're, at, you're not supposed to like those roles and stuff like that. You know, he he scoffs at at Martin and stuff at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. whenever they're they're first there, and like sure it's it's comical what Martin's doing, but like if you're a normal like mannered dude, you're not gonna like scoff in the same room as him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just gonna be like. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like yeah. Jesse Eisenberg is one of the few actors. Like you see Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds and everything. The Rock's yeah, the Rock the and same, everything. They're the same. People I think Jesse Eisenberg Jack has Black. range. Like I you really do. So. He could play the quirky white boy who's just like, what's that movie where he's the pizza delivery boy? Um, uh, Thirty I mean, minutes or less. Yeah, yeah you know movies like that. But then you are Zombieland. But then you get then you get the other ones like Adventureland. Yeah, Thirty minutes or less. And that's how long I have to talk. But I see those other ones and I'm like, damn, like I really do think Jesse Eisenberg's like a super underrated actor. In my opinion, he's playing the same character in Zombieland, Adventureland, and Thirty Minutes or Less. Mm-hmm. Think, and then and then all his other movies, he's playing the same character. Do you as feel well. like they were like, like How are we gonna make him but... Lex Luthor? I got it. Straighten his hair. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't notice it's him. <laughs> um, and then shave it all off. I've never seen the social network, but uh, is his Lex Luthor similar? Is it like a grown to be more like cocky version of his him. hair falls out. Yeah. He becomes like Luther social. and Andrew. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like cocky uh, Adventureland and much more cocky Adventureland and Social Network mm-hmm. is what I would say to that. But really, I think he very much fills the same space in a lot of the roles that he plays. Mm-hmm. And I would be interested to see him like actually try something vastly different than anything we've really ever seen him perform before, which I think I'm sure he has lesser roles that we don't even know about where he does stuff like that. Cause he's even got a movie where he has like a, a, a doppelganger that I'm trying to think about the top. Yeah, of yeah. I know that's like one of his more like out there kind of performances. That's good. That's literally like du- a duality mm-hmm. version of him because one is like a little like oh I mean yeah I don't know what to do and then <laughs> the other one just like oh, I'm gonna smoke cigarettes and fuck bitches. Isn't that youth in revolt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the sir. same thing. They I think they straightened the cool version of his hair. They were mm-hmm. like how do we make him different? <laughs> um. I don't think he did a bad job in this movie. No, I, I, I think he serviced this movie just as well as he could. Yeah, he, I think he played the like y'all said he played the character very well. Like yeah. this is what this character was meant to be. But I think Imogen Poots is the star of this movie. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, definitely. definitely. I yeah. think she fucking she fucks this shit. I up. love her poots. Yeah, <laughs> she's <dude>. constantly pooting. <laughs> Imogen's poots are the best poots around. <laughs> like. I'm just the whole the whole movie just poot here, poot there, there another poot. It's like it was it was like this poop suburbia, poop town, poop city. This was poop hall. They they had the house of poots. I said poop first. Yeah, you yeah, did. You I, did. Meant, I meant poots because I love the I love using poots, man. I'm a pootologist. I studied. I didn't know like what else she was in before this. I think she's like in twenty eight months or twenty <laughs> months later. That's yeah, and she's, I think oh, she's really? definitely like in the last few years. Like maybe since this movie came out, has really come into like Hollywood and isn't like making her name she's these days. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Poots. Poots is out there right now. Poots is Poots is running the rounds. Right <laughs> Do you think Pootsy Matootsy and Coogie Magoogie could get like along together in a movie if they acted? Because Connor's getting into film. I think is he really? 
I think Googie Magoogie yeah. doesn't ever poot, so I don't think he'll. he'll don't the are they, are they both from Ireland? Where's Imogen Poots from? I have no idea. London. London. She's she from looks London. Like, fuck. She looks like, that photo <laughs> makes her look like a completely different actress. Mm-hmm. It's she's she looks from, like Emma Stone. No, she looks like that girl from True Blood. Oh, from, from that photo. From also from Daredevil, who plays Karen Page. Yeah. Karen Filippelli. No, not her. No, not her. No, the other girl. Oh, no, the I'm lead? totally. No, I'm thinking of somebody else as well. That's not even who I'm thinking of. Never mind. Not the girl from True Blood. <laughs> All okay. right. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> well, I like look at all this shit she was in before fucking Vivarium. Oh, yeah. Conor McGregor's going to be in Roadhouse. That, and I think oh, he's going to be in the Roadhouse reboot. Is he going to break his leg? That'd be sick. He's acting, so they're like, break a leg, Conor. <laughs> I hope he's someone that the, man, the lead just has to kick his ass. It's kind of like when Mike Tyson was in the Eat Man movie. You know? Oh. Who's who's in? Because they casted like almost the whole thing, right? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's Jake, the Snake. Did Conor McGregor to Jake co-star with Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. There it is. There's like Second certain headline. movies that I just feel like you shouldn't remake, and this is one of them. Yeah, I love Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, could, could we you... should do it for the podcast. I've never seen it. Okay. Like, I feel like they're gonna redo like oh Brokeback Mountain or something. It's just gonna be like two chicks. God, like, look how bad Jake Gyllenhaal's space. aged. <laughs> Jesus. <Holy shit. laughs> You can't make a visual joke like that on a <laughs> audio-only podcast. <laughs> Is that Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Ronda Rousey House? <laughs> Ronda's house? <laughs> Can you imagine? Weekend at Ronda's. Rouse House. Rouse Rouse house. house. <laughs> Ronda Rouse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I love that movie, man. Roadhouse? It's a fucking banger. Pain Don't Hurt. I like getting, getting some steak I'll be honest, there. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Well, we mm. can watch it for the podcast. I don't want to. Oh, well, it's a good movie. I will now miss go, that now I'm going to make us. I will miss that episode. You'll skip that one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, hey, guys, I have something planned. Hey, I watched fucking Dreamcatcher for your ass. I almost wanted to- You didn't to, do it for um, me. You did for I, the podcast. I did it for you. To do a different movie, and I was like, I kept changing what movie I wanted to do like five fucking times. No, I, I know. Kept, you wanted to do The Collector? I wanted to do movies that y'all hadn't seen, or I wanted to see something gory. I wanted to see something- um, but there was a new one that had just came out. I think it was called Daylight or something. It just came out on Netflix. Oh, and it's oh, with Jamie Foxx. Day yeah. Shift. Day Shift. I wanted mm. to do that one, but I was like, it's nah. I'm already already committed. We're you committed also, already. You also said you wanted to do Pandorum. Yeah, I wanted to do like an Event the, Horizon. The sequel kind of thing. to to Vivarium. Mm-hmm. Pandorum. Exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like if anything, and Pandorum you, you raise would be pandas. like in the same universe as uh, Event Horizon, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's in the Wolf universe. The Wolf of Oh, wolf, dude. Wolf, 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 wolf. That's so, its location. Do you know what I kind of thought, like in my fucked up little head, was why do these houses, why is this the multiverse of Cat in the Hat? Is this the same thing? Because <laughs> they're just in that neighborhood that looks yeah. just like this, and a, 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 a mysterious being shows up at your door and he just fucks your house up who and your f- world up. Is that Tim Burton? Is he no. the one who made that Cat in the Hat movie? No. Who the fuck made that movie? Tim Burton. I think it's the guy, he. What, what did he that- do? That's Tim, another good one. Tim that, Burton that movie just did the bad. Adams Family on Netflix. Did there you know is. that? Yeah, he's doing the Wednesday yeah, show. Wednesday. Yeah. And apparently people are mad because what's his name? Is his name Luis Guzman? Yeah. Is going to be... Um, yeah, the dad. Gomez. dad. Gomez. And I'm like, but that's like the perfect iteration of him because if you look at the old school stuff, it's like a faux Welch. 
the guy that did the color purple, I would you could have paid me a million dollars, and I would have never guessed that. He did all the men in blacks. Damn, and he did Wild Wild West. This is production yeah. designer. Oh, that's what he did. Production two? designer. You think? Okay, it looks like everything on there so has. These Will are the Smith. directors. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> which he also did the color purple. <laughs> oh my god. That's art director. I love the Hoboken yeah. Chicken Emergency. These are the directors. That he did. <laughs> he still did. did the color purple. <laughs> uh, no, so right. he's only done a couple of things. He did Hobo with a Shotgun. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good movie. You guys a series that. of unfortunate <laughs> events. God, the Netflix one. Two yeah. different Men in Black movies is two different characters. That's inconsistent. You think with cancel culture, you can still make Men in Black? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, International. There will have to be men in neutral colors. Do you guys remember when the, the Sony email <laughs> leaks happened? And there was emails going back and forth about how the next 21 Jump Street movie was going to be 21 Jump Street Men in Black. And because of that, they decided to not do that. And I think that they very much should have because yeah. Men in Black International was nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Channing Tatum... And fucking Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill with Will, what's his name? Smith? Forte. <laughs> Will Forte. He got so canceled you can't even think of his last yeah. name. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> I guess Rock's Mortal Enemy with Chris Hemsworth. I guess because that's what no. International went ahead and did. They don't, they don't need Chris Hemsworth. They already they have Channing Tatum. Did Tessa Thompson be like, oh, I'm I'm Will's cousin? Tessa. Every time I see Channing Tatum, I can't help but think of two things. This one is I'm Jeff from <laughs> Twenty Two Jump Street, and, Jump and Street. also and from This Is the End when he's Danny McBride's like sex oh, slave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sup guys, I love him. I love him. He hadn't even met Danny McBride at that point. Yeah. I saw it. Really? Like that was like his first time it. meeting him? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They, awesome. they I think Seth Jonah Hill called him up. Him. No, it, yeah, you're right. Seth like Rogen emailed him. Yeah. And they're like, we need someone funny who can be his and sex famous. Slave. And yeah. they're like, no one famous is going to want to do this role. And they're like, let's talk to Channing. Yeah. <laughs> so but, you know what kind of shit he's done. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bring, he'll come, bring him up. Don't even tell him what it's for. Just tell him to come by. He'll come by. He's like, look at Magic Mike. He's going to show his ass, all right? <laughs> I'm still upset that there's like a whole Gambit movie we're never going to see with him. Oh, you wanted him to be Gambit? I just wanted to see it. Apparently it was all filmed. He is as in love with Gambit as Ryan Reynolds is with uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. I feel like you're dropping that so you can slowly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, you got to be French Canadian, Channing. Gotta be French Canadian. Gambit's not French Canadian, isn't he? Is he just straight up French? He's or no, just, he's Cajun. He's Cajun. He's from Louisiana. Oh, yeah. same thing. Cajun Canadian. Cajadian. It sounds like something you order Cajadian. on the menu. Let me get the Channing table. Yeah. <laughs> Does it come Cajun style? <laughs> the, the Cajun Channing. <laughs> they didn't like that one. Ah, Vivarium. How'd you guys like it? Do you, you guys like the movie? Yeah, I loved it. I actually did enjoy this movie a lot. Same um, here. I think it's insanely predictable is the only thing. Mm-hmm. I wish there was something to kind of flip the script. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad that there were so many um, parallels between the idea of this lifestyle versus the normal suburban lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then I wish they had just broken that right like, right afterwards instead of just being like see and then your kid grows up to be shitty and inducts other people into the shitty shit so um 
Yeah, I think you, you're right. Like, if it would have been that when we got that dance scene, if there would have been a big shift where they would have just like decided to actually like invest themselves into it, we could have gotten kind of an even crazier story in the end if it still turned out the exact same way. Even if once they raised the child and it became a, an adult, it still started treating them like shit. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, we've been raising you. And he's like, well, yeah, but I don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. I've grown beyond y'all as this grander creature, kind of like the cuckoo. You know what I mean? Like, Bright I think that would have been too. <laughs> I mean, exactly funny enough. But in real life, your kids don't tell you that. Your kids just move on. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of adds to like the point. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what happens in the movie. He just moves on, you know, because in real life, your your kids aren't going to tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, uh, I just wish that there was the flip and mm-hmm. then they would have both traveled into the, the underneath slip, mm-hmm. slip into the underneath world. Jesse Eisenberg dies there. And then she dies up top, and it still had the same ending. But there would have been that mm-hmm. kind of like, will he, won't he, like, try to save them? Because in my version, he would have fallen back in love with them. Mm-hmm. Even though, I guess the whole idea is that this is something that has no human emotions yeah. and can't learn to love anyways. So. Right. It's just imitating right. the whole time. Yeah. I think, like, what they could have done to make it better, though, is, like, like I said, if, if Tom eventually gets into that parallel universe... And something happens to him. The little boy is going off now to go, you know, under the sidewalk. What if, like, when she's like, who do you talk to? And now Tom's missing. And, like, he had the ability to, like, telepathically, like, touch her and, like, show her imagery of, like, where he is. Wouldn't that have been, like, cooler? Like, yeah. you know, I feel like they didn't dwell into that that parallel yeah. universe. Yeah. That would have made mm-hmm. this movie better. But, like I said, it's a $4 million budget. If this had, like... Ten times that, five times that, whatever. I think they would have done way more because you don't see any CGI yeah. or nothing yeah, except true. those two scenes. But in the claymation Well, and then the houses. Yeah. All the houses, I'm sure, besides the main they one. They have $4 million. Dollars. They hired 20 production companies, so they were like... Oh. <laughs> I still want to know exactly why they needed so many production companies just to get that $4 million together. Because this obviously. is an unknown guy who's made nothing. That's true. If you see the executive producers is Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, and that's why I made the joke, like... They had to fork over probably some of their own yeah, payment true. or money to make sure this happened and then probably got paid after the fact. So I think the kind of the point is that like you can't escape. Mm-hmm. And like once you get stuck in this cycle, you're stuck in the cycle. And so I I don't I think the fact that they make it very evident that there's no way that they're gonna get out of this adds to that. I don't think that giving them a way that they could potentially get out or dive deeper it shows into you it too that to give them two, a chance. There's two ways you could take it when you're in a situation like that. You can either make the best of it, kind of like a Mojin Pooch character was doing, mm-hmm. or you could just drive yourself go against insane. the grain. Yeah. 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 But I think the point is that like maybe he feels that as a society, this is where we're heading and there's no way out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was hard for me to have, like, like yeah, obviously Imogen Poots is the character we're meant to follow throughout the story, but it was hard for me to, like, ha- see her as my focal point, and I wanted to be ha- focus more on Tom because I just agreed with his rationale and actions so much yeah. more than hers, you know? Like, er- she was pissing me off so much throughout the movie, especially when she finally chooses to, like, let the kid out of the car and be like, no, we're not killing it. I'm like, why not? Like, let him die. You know, like, see what happens. Because I feel like that would have been my first theory. Be like, let's just kill it and see what happens. If we die, we're probably going to fucking die anyway. They're not going to let us out of this place, mm-hmm. you know? I would. I think I would have been more like her because I think, I, I think if I was in this situation, I'd be like, 
I I have to play the game because what the fuck else am I going to do? Like, am I just going to defy something that has so much power that it's trapped me in this neighborhood forever? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way I can outsmart this when I don't even know what I'm playing against. I just I just have too much pride in, in uh-huh. a sense where I would be like, you look, look, more than likely, I'm not getting out of this. I'm going to die either way. So I'm not going to play your stupid fucking game. Um, I'm gonna. If I'm gonna die, it's gonna be by my. As somebody, my well, see, that's, you know what, I mean? that's what I mean. Like I wouldn't have fed the kid every day. I would have died with it screaming in my ear. I would have yeah. just laid <laughs> on the couch and <laughs> just been like. I feel like I don't know if he has kids, but as somebody with kids and knowing more parents, like mm. I feel like this movie kind of is like a parenthood thing too, as well, because it's like most people in America don't want to have the child mm. they're having. Also, they out of have it. And this the, room, you're the only one. I'm the only one who kids. has kids. <laughs> yeah. So, like, him digging the hole and, and kind of hating his life and seeking an escape while she's at home making the best of it, I feel like that's the parallel, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Fuck kids, dude. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> just kidding. You no, just, you'll go to jail. You just... <laughs> And you said it when I, we talked about Brightburn. I talked about how Brightburn made me realize how much I didn't want children. Here we are again. Another yeah. movie that's like, you really want this shit in your I life? Want, I still want kids. I still want kids. So, um, you can have one of mine. There you go. <laughs> Just no, kidding. I, I love want, you, Noah. I, I love you, Lucy. Own. I'm moving to Mississippi one, and I'm leaving Which one would you here, give up, it's, though? It's so sad. If I had to give up one of them? Yeah, yeah if you had to give up one. Lucy, because there, she's new. Or I probably, what? I've I've made this joke a million times to Danielle. I'm like, let me just take Noah to Mississippi with me. Like, you just take care of the baby. She's a girl, girl, raised girl, boy, need boy. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's a, it's a simple parallel. How long <laughs> are you gonna you. be in Mississippi for? I signed a contract for two years. Two mm-hmm. years. And so that's what am I gonna play Yu-Gi-Oh with? I'm so mad. Does that mean no travel? Like you can't come back? I get like. Three weeks of vacation, and then it's a college, so during the summer when it's slow, I'll be able to come back. But I'm trying to come back at least once a month, so I keep telling people, I'm not dying. Got your own own little Mississippi vivarium you're going to. You just can't escape. You're going to go there. We're never going to see (laughs) you again. It's kind of like that out there. (laughs) But are you going to bring your fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards every time you come back? Because you can lose every time you come back. I'm going to come back better than ever. All right. So vivarium, uh, someone Um, go first. I'm going to give it... One pickaxe to the chest. <laughs> one almost ice cream man. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it three little Martys, a hole, and an old school watcher's rating of a 3.8. All I heard was a 3.8. I don't know what you said other than that. Little Martys, three little Martins, oh, little Martys, okay. and a hole. Three little. One big ass hole. Okay. Martys and a hole. <laughs> Two Mary, three little Marys. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't put the L. Like don't that. put the L. Just <laughs> that last hit of a cigarette. Oh, <laughs> just the last hit of a cigarette. Yeah. yeah, that's a good rating. This is depressing, like the movie. Yeah, of a cig is perfect. And then I'm gonna just give it a five out of five. I love this movie. Perfect movie. <laughs> Ian's on the streak. With I'm surprised you love five. it so much. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun uh, watching this movie. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good movie. That's that's really nice to hear. It's because my favorite like, rom-com. Yeah, my first time watching it, True. I really enjoyed it. But the second time, I had a rough go about, to be honest. Yeah. Do you feel like you were more critical? Is that why? No, I just felt like I couldn't get into it. Because the first time, like I enjoyed it. But like Ian said, it was very predictable, very mm-hmm. obvious. So I just knew everything. And it was just, I don't know. I, I had a lot of time bef- between the watchings, but it just wasn't. 
I guess enough or something. Oh, really? It's just the movie was just dragged. Yeah, just dragged for me. I think it's definitely a one-time watch. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, I couldn't imagine watching this again. I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's it's the same thing again. And in five years from now, if someone asked me what happens in this movie, I could probably perfectly explain it without even having to re-experience it. There's not anything where I'd be like, oh, does that happen? I'd be like, oh, this is is exactly what happens in that movie. Mm -hmm. It's pretty pretty straightforward in that way. They get trapped, get baby, baby, grow up, they die. Baby dick. (laughs) Yeah, and he fucking does this for half the fucking movie, okay? Or screams. Yeah. I didn't sample the scream because I didn't want to hear it. Thank you. <laughs> Why would they teach him what a dog was? It's because they wanted the metaphor for like people who can't have kids and they're, they're dog parents. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. punching on the mic. in a mosh pit, Mikey Conan. But like, did he only ask about dogs? Did he never ask about like fucking cows they, they or chickens? They must have brought it up first. They must have brought up a dog, yeah. and then once he was like, what is that? What he does saw it do? Her, he saw Tom Hinton doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just like, just commentary on the fact that people get, families get dogs? No. I think it's literally just an annoying ass kid. Yeah. They're like, well, what can we do to make him really annoying? No, like, I mean, but like, why only a dog? Because they brought up dog, he did this, and then they're like, we can't bring up another fucking yeah. hand ever again. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I got, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> it's only been 96 days, and this is what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, next week on the podcast, we're doing Two Hands, One Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> two Hands, One Volcano. Double eruption. Alright. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts and come back for the next one. We'll uh, see y'all then or we'll see y'all another time. We're Bye, doing, guys. We're doing Collateral. Bye, we're doing Collateral by Michael Mann uh, next week. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yay, hey. fun. I'm not listening to this shit.